ready for the 2-2 to Woodson, and here it comes, and it is way out and missed, and Tom Browning has pitched a perfect game. Welcome back. Ed, what's going on, man? Hey, man, how's it going? Doing all right. That's that's good. It's Wednesday, you know, halfway there. We're halfway through the work week. Actually, over halfway. We're halfway through the first full week of August. Um, we are that much closer to foosball season, Bobby Boucher. And a lot closer to the Kid Rock concert. Um, that I'm not going to. I know. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw you, uh, you tweeted this week about your Texas fantasy. <laughs> About what now? Your Texas fantasy. Oh, about how I want to move to Texas and uh, and raise the boys as Tim Reagans and Matt Saracen. I mean, if you're going to have lofty goals. Then that's going to be one of them. Those are some lofty goals to have. Which I mean, one would be which? Uh, Parker would probably be Tim Reagans. Because Saracen's your favorite. No, that's not <laughs> it at all. You're, now you're trying to put words in my mouth. <laughs> They're going to go back and listen to this a hundred years from now. And they're going to be like, hey, how come dad didn't love me? And I'll be like, sorry, kids. It was complicated. Oh, man. On the blog one night, we just didn't know what to do. Uh, it's I mean, the, podcast. It's a Facebook relationship status. It's complicated. It happens sometimes. <laughs> well, we got a lot of stuff we want to get to tonight. Um, I think we're we're live, right? Yeah, we're trying this live on Facebook thing. All right, so we'll see how that goes. If we don't have anybody really hopping on, we'll hop right off and get the sound quality back. <laughs> yes, we will. Well, but, the uh, sound quality's there still. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's still a little bit of popping and what have you. Every once in a while. You can hear it. I'm fixing it. Uh, we'll see. Um, in any case, yeah, a lot of stuff to get to. So, um, Ed, we're going to start off with the Bengals tonight. Yeah, Bengals. Um, some, finally, something to talk about. Um, because since our last show, um, training camp started for for starters it's about time yeah um i'm I mean, excited it's how how the summer goes you know it's like the last thing that happens is is training camp yeah oh well you know yeah. um and the first preseason game is tomorrow at I, seven o'clock. I forgot about that yeah we uh we play the bears the bears at, yeah. at home the bears and i am fairly certain i'm gonna be there you're gonna be there yeah i'll probably be there Taking, gonna, a, taking are notes. Gonna, are you going to report live? Maybe go Facebook live? I don't think... I'm not... No. No? Uh-uh. All right. Well, you know. Uh, if you think about it, I guess. Maybe. I guess I could tweet. You could tweet. Twerp. Um, so, yeah. Tweet, 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 tweet So, tweet. I don't know how much you've been keeping up on what's been going on in camp. Um, some of the names that are being reported as standing out um, at camp, because I know I wasn't able to actually get down, you know, having a real... 40-hour job and all. Well, I'm, I'm, um, I might make it down on Monday. Nice. Yeah. Um, but the big names that are standing out um, in camp thus far, um, believe it or not, Andy Dalton. I watched him throw a ball into a basket. Yeah? Yeah. Um, you actually posted that on the Oh, fa- yeah, I did. Yeah, website. it looked pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Um, but there were no other balls in the basket so it doesn't matter it was his first try he made it in the first try you don't know that it was his first try i'm gonna believe (laughs) in my heart that it was the first try um so yeah andy dalton is uh he's being reported as um 
showing up from the beginning of camp to through, uh, I guess, last practice before the game would have been yesterday. Um, so that's pretty cool. This must be working because Greg just posted a goat in the chat section of the Go Live because you know Greg's a huge Andy Dalton fan. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. He no. can relate because, you know, that whole fair-complected... Redhead? Freckles, no souls. That's know. not nice. <laughs> That's not nice. Um, but, yeah, so Andy's been looking great. Um, our receivers have been looking great. Um, yes, between the Cleveland receivers. Tyler Boyd, John Ross, um, Alden Tate has been a name that we've heard a lot of. Um, I don't know. I mean, they, the coaching staff felt good enough about this receiving core, uh, and I'm sure having Tyler Eifert back helps a little bit, that they did cut the – the guy who's been a mainstay longer than any other receiver here outside of one AJ Green, and uh, they cut Brandon LaFell. Yes, they did. Uh, that was kind of a big move. I mean, I feel like that shows that they have confidence in these uh, these kids, and they want to see what they got. I mean, at some point, you got to make a you got to make a change. You got to bring the young guys up, right? We talked about it in baseball. At some point, you got to send those guys back down to Louisville and bring the young guys up. And well, generally speaking, though, Marvin Lewis doesn't make moves like that with veterans. No, no he does not. He he's, likes to let people run the term of their contract. I mean, he's the man who signed T.O. He did? Yeah. And uh, speaking of, he just made it into the Hall of Fame. Congrats to him. But he didn't show up. The Bengals were the last team that he played for, actually. So, all right. I'm yeah. down with that. So we got a we got somebody in the Hall of Fame this year. Um, yeah, something like that. I mean, we I'm gonna go with that. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, the big name that everybody's been raving about um, outside of William Jackson, uh, because everybody thinks that this year is going to be his coming out party. As if last year, him, you know, because he wasn't a starter, I don't think he got hyped as much as he maybe could have. Right. Um, but the other name that keeps coming up is Andrew Billings, and some people are saying that he may have had the best camp out of anybody in camp. Okay. That's a bold statement. Uh, We've been looking for a tackle to go next to Geno Atkins. We've kind of had the defensive ends coming up with Carl Lawson, with Willis, with, uh, you know, Michael Johnson's been around, left, came back around. Um, And then on the other side, of course, you got big Carlos Dunlap. Yep. But, um, yeah, I mean, having another tackle outside of, you know, the rotation of Pat Sims and whoever else we have back there. I'm excited to see what what Andrew Billings has this year. This will be his second full year um, since his injury took him out of the first year that we had him. Um, and then last year he he was there, but he never he like he showed flashes, but it right. was never like anything solid enough to build upon. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's a maybe it's a good sign for our season. You know, I, I just I'm having a hard time getting into it. <laughs> I really am. Every the year they break my heart. The, yeah, you know, the Bengals in general. Okay. Every I year mean, they break my heart. There is, uh, I mean, there's there's some precedence to that. I mean, right now, I believe there was just a, a graph that came out saying that uh, basically Bengals have like the second least support in the NFL right now as far as fan support goes. And I uh, believe it was based upon what people are paying on a website for resell preseason tickets. Oh, come you, on. That, that kind of goes with a grain of salt. I'll say that's, there's no statistics, statistics behind that. There's, I, if I'm, I'm pretty trying to remember it off the top of my head, but I believe it was something like we were one of two teams under $20. Um, a per ticket? Per ticket for preseason resale. I know a guy who was uh, giving his tickets up for tomorrow night and it said, just pay me what you want to pay me. I mean, that's pretty much how I'm going. 
Oh, okay. And well. it was a, hey, no one else is going to go with me. Do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that happens a lot during basketball <laughs> season this year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so those were the, the camp standout names that I had read upon um, between the different various outlets, including the Enquirer and what have you, that I've been reading up on um, Cincy Jungle. Uh, Bengals.com. I haven't visited Cincy Jungle in a while. I used to visit them all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They, they're putting out like several articles on Facebook a day. So for whatever that's worth, that we want to be. Add them on the Facebook again. I'm going to do it right now. Somebody else's sponsor. Well, did, I don't think they have a podcast. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe if they um, don't, we can get them on. So my next topic on the Bengals that I want to get to, though, is players that I'm excited to see this year. Um, Preston Brown. He is number two on my list, actually. Number two? He is number two. He's a Northwest boy. How do he you is? get number two on the list? He is number two Who's on number my one list. on your list? Number one on my list is the entire offensive line. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would like them to show up this year, yes. Because we have the new left tackle, Cordy Glenn, and he, from what I've been reading, he's been getting beat around that corner by an awful lot by Carl Lawson. Um, you also have... Billy Price on that line, who has been fumbling snaps at That's an alarming good. rate. In the mock game, he fumbled four snaps. That's not good at all. No, not even a little bit. There is uh, genuine concern there. Uh, on the right side of the ball is where you got the most uh, new plug and plays, I guess, outside of Cordy Glenn. Um, you got Bobby Hart coming in right now on the depth chart as number one. Um, he is. Going to be our new right tackle. You right. have Trey Hopkins coming in at right guard. And then uh, on the left guard side, I think you still have uh, Clint Bowling there. Um, so then behind them, you know you have your backups in Jake Fisher, Cedric Abwehi, Christian Westerman, uh, Redmond, uh, Alex Redmond. Right. Um, and, you know, some of these guys showed a lot in the end of last season, last year. Um, but there's a lot to be concerned about still because we've not seen anybody on this line. Well, I mean, we've seen pieces of this line play together. But for the most part, you got new left tackle, new right tackle, new center. I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with it, though. I, we needed new because we did. last year Andy could not throw the ball. He, he had, what, 10 seconds to throw the ball. Well, and you also got to keep in mind we brought in the Dallas t- uh, Cowboys Offensive, yeah, offensive coach, offensive lineman coach, yeah, in Frank Pollock, and I'm really excited to see what he brings out in this group. You know, we actually swapped um, coaches, you offensive know, line coaches with with the Dallas Cowboys. They actually have Paul Alexander now, and I'm kind of curious to see if his line, Pollock's line, falls apart under Paul Alexander. You know, with you just saying that, I'm now I got to put on my list that I'm excited just to see some of the coaches this year. Yeah, the quarterback I mean, coach, the the offensive coach, the, the quarterback uh, coach, coach we got from Green Bay, Tom Brady, right? No, Aaron Rodgers. That's what I meant to say, Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. Yeah. The he other was coach. actually upset yeah. that we took his coach. Exactly. That's what I was trying to. Right. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. But you know, I mean, we could put them on our list as someone to be excited. To, the receivers know. coach that we got from Philadelphia. Yep. Um, you know, he had Deshaun Jackson. Uh, once upon a time, so maybe he can bring out the same in John Ross as they are similar build, similar type receiver. That's a good point. Um, some of the other guys I'm excited to see, obviously I just mentioned John Ross. Um, 
and Alden Tate, we talked about him earlier as well, um, a receiver from Florida State that rookie. Um, he's been catching everything. Um, Mark Walton, the running back from Miami, another rookie along with Alden Tate. Um, <sighs> he's third string. They drafted him. Oh, yeah, he's third string, yeah. Yeah, behind Gio. Well, yeah, and, I, I mean, yeah. you still want to see what you got because right, we, yeah. how long did we keep Cedric Pierman around, for well, God's sake? That's a good point. That's a, I mean, that, And that's why we have preseason. Um, and then you also have Jesse Bates, the safety uh, that we drafted in the second round. Um, excited to see what he's got. And they've also been talking an awful lot about Malik Jefferson, the linebacker that we drafted. Yes. Uh, so, you know, between a revamped linebacker core with Preston Brown, um, you know, you still got incumbent and Vinny Ray, uh, Nick Vigil, obviously Vontez. And then, you know, you bring in... Um, the Malik Jefferson, they're they're really talking a lot about our, our linebacking core there. And then now, you know, with uh, um, the defensive coordinator that we brought in, who's yep. all about turning the ball over, uh, I think we're going to see a lot more blitzing. I think we're going to see a lot more jumping on the ball as opposed to playing the man. Oh, Gino's going to be happy. Jump the route. Gino's going to eat. I, I mean, I hope they all do. Yeah, well, yeah. Dunlap's going to eat, too. But Dunlap, as long as, I mean, I still contract. think they need to re-sign him. you got to re-sign him and Gino before this preseason gets away from you. He's not talking about it, though. Which one? Dunlap. Well, I, I don't even know that they've opened negotiations with Gino. He said, oh, no, I don't know about with Gino. Hey, we got a question. Uh, Tyler wants to know if the additions to the Bengals' offensive line will give Dalton the protection he needs to get passes down the field. And I think we just said, I, we, we hope so. Like I mean, we, I don't know. You figure, like I said, you know, you bring in an offensive line coach to try and shore up the offensive line. And then you trade to bring in Cordy Glenn. You thought that you had something there. Yep. Um, they've pretty much revamped everything. The only spot that's not been moved at this point is left guard. Everything else is new. So Marvin said, you know, he wants to win a championship. Maybe he, maybe he has the pieces this time. I think he said that because he has to say it. Well, because he's... <laughs> I don't know if he actually means it. We'll find out, but the fan in me has to believe he, he means it. I have to hope so. <laughs> I want my coach to believe in it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Hey, coach, do you believe in this? Like a Homer Bailey answer, right? Uh, Can you be effective out of the bullpen? No, 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 I can't. <laughs> hey, Marvin, do you think you're going to win the championship the year? No, you ever no I don't effective. think we are. I hate you. Why? Not you. Oh. Homer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Greg's going to get mad at you for that one. That's fine. Moving on. We have Bearcats news. Yes, sir. Uh, so, I mean, we can we can start off with football or basketball. What do you want to start with? Uh, let's go ahead and start with basketball. All right. Well, they were in Canada. Took two out of three. How about that, eh? Eh? <laughs> oh, Canada. How about everybody getting up in arms because we lost an exhibition game? We did. Canada. We did. We who they're apparently really good. Yeah, like some of the stuff I was reading up on them, like they've won a ton of um, championships. Actually, yeah, they were they were pretty over good the last several seasons. Although I don't know what they've won championships of um, off the top of my head, but um, we did have an eighty-five fifty-seven win against Ottawa on Sunday. I think it was uh, the fifth. Um, Keith Williams was the leading scorer, a sophomore guard, uh, 18 points. Six of our Bearcats were in double digits um, against Carlton. The next night on the 6th, we did lose 86-67. Um, bad shooting, bad rebounding, bad defense. 
Uh, Jaron Cumberland was the leading scorer with 12. Your leading scorer should not ever have 12. No. If you want to win a game. But your leading scorer should be Jaron Cumberland this year. Uh, which, in the game against McGill, uh, 79-53 win on the 7th, and uh, he had 17 points. Three of our Bearcats were in double digits. Um, I think Kane Broom had the next highest score with 14 points. Um, and you like to see that out of your senior. Yes. So um, I, I'm going to need Kane Broom to step up. Oh, I mean, he stepped up last year, too, but I'm going to get some more minutes. Not in the game against Nevada well, where he dribbled the ball off of his foot and then the, our whole season was over. Yeah. Did you have to bring that up? I mean... It happened. I, it's still a sore wound. It hurts me. Um, but there was a small victory this week for the Bearcats over Xavier. That's a good point because in that first team they played. Oh, no. Oh, I don't sorry. know what you're talking about. Well, so let's stick with Canada for a second. That first team they played in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, they had a transfer from Xavier on the team. Um, oh. He transferred there after getting in trouble with the law at Xavier. Was his name J.P. McCurek? Because he got <laughs> no. in trouble with the law. It could have been. It could have been. What did that dude do again? Uh, he got in trouble with the law. I don't. I don't remember what the story oh, was. I remember the story. Was he? Did he? Pun- did I he, just wanted to see if you knew this. Did he story. punch a police officer? No, he fell asleep at the bar, or peed on the bar, or. Oh, talk about J.P. McCurek? Yeah. No, I'll talk about the other guy. Oh, I wanted, no. I wanted to talk about the J.P. McCurek. No, J.P. McCurek pulled his <laughs> pants down at a bar, and then. Uh, Didn't he have a fake ID, too? No, he had the fake ID at the bar and then pulled his pants down at, like, a Kroger's or something, didn't he? I don't, be better, JP. I don't know. Greg, what do you what do? You do? <laughs> Just be better. Uh, but we did have a victory over Xavier this week. Samari Curtis, a four-star guard from Xenia. I think Greg Xenia. dropped off. Four-star guard from Xenia, um, the number two recruit in all of Ohio. Uh, averaged 30.4 points last year. Um, he is ranked as high as uh, number 114 nationally. Um, he was committed to Xavier under Chris Mack. He decommitted. Chris Mack left, and he decommitted. Where did he end up? UC. UC. That's a, it, like I tweeted earlier this week, it feels like a Crosstown shootout win. Um, yeah. We, we might mean, win the Crosstown shootout twice in 2018. <laughs> I don't know. It just it felt good. Like that was the best I've felt about Bearcat basketball since <laughs> since the t- loss. Um, no, I didn't feel good then. Maybe since halftime of that game. I don't know. Craig said my guy can't have a good night. Like <laughs> <laughs> he can have all the good nights he wants in oh, his Crocs. That guy. All right, so did want to remind you guys, you can check us out on Facebook, obviously, if you're listening to us on Facebook Live right now, um, at Pardon the Punctuation. We're on Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. We are on Instagram, pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. You can give us a call live right now, I believe. Is the line well, on? The phone lines are open. The phone lines are open, 513-818-2077. Um, as we are live right now, you can throw your comments on Facebook Live, and we'll talk about them, too. Um, so, as always, feel free to call us with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes, whatever. Um, and we have a new website. Um, it's still under construction. We're working on it. We're going to try and see uh, what kind of additional uh, media we can bring you, whether it be some photography stuff, whether it be some um, freelance writers, whatever it is. Um, right. you know, there's some people who want to contribute to us uh, along with what we're doing here on the uh, on the blog, so on the, uh, on, the on the podcast too. Yeah. So um, you can check us out at www.pardonthepunctuation.com. 
wixcom forward slash blog. And one day we'll make that easier, but for right now... It is what it is. It is what it is. Unless somebody wants to make a healthy donation. <laughs> I thought about putting a donation button <laughs> on the website. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There was, there was the option um, to do that. So anyway, just want to get that out there. Um, our Cincinnati Reds. So since our last podcast, um, we the series against St. Louis, we won 2-1. to one. Um, The series against Philadelphia, we won 3-1. Uh, to one. The series against Detroit, we were we dropped two, zero um, and two against them, which they got us back from sweeping them earlier in a two game series. Can you call a two game series a sweep? Did we decide that? Um, sure. All right, fine. I'm calling the sweep uh, against the Washington Nationals, um, who are I think losing right now. Um, we went one win and three losses, and against the Mets, the Mets have been. Yikes, bikes. Um, one and two against them in this current series. So, all told, um, it's not been great for us lately. Can I ask why they threw at my man, Joey Votto? The Nationals? Yeah. Because Ryan Madsen's probably still bitter for whatever reason that we didn't keep him around after he got injured for the entire season. Um, I don't know that he ever actually threw a pitch for us. Uh, but he's a bum. If I didn't oh, already have a bum of the week, I was gonna say, it might have been Ryan Madsen. I, can I have two? I mean, I think he should be an unspoken bum of the week. I'm I'm down with that. So, I mean, he, he's lucky my man Joey Votto didn't just get up and straight, like, molly shoot him? fire at him. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Joey has magical powers. He does. Joey is the closest that we're ever going to see to a unicorn. Um, Is that... I'm going to leave that alone. It's true. <laughs> so Joey's um, a gift. Okay. From I'm, Canada. I mean, I've already told you that I think he's the best hitter in Red's history. This is what happened. This is what happened. You ready? I'm ready. Um, this is my theory. Here we go. All right. Justin Bieber got big. Oh, my God. All right. And he's from Canada. Yeah, and, and, and so... Yeah, we've, we've talked an awful lot about Canada tonight already. We, we had like four listens in Canada this week. Anyways... There it is. So Justin Bieber got big, and Usher picked him up, right? Usher's like, hey, let's bring him to the United States, and, you know, we can do that kind of stuff. I thought somebody was calling, but it's just my phone, my watch going off saying I hit my goals for steps. Anyways, okay. While so sitting. Yeah. Well, I don't know how that happened. Uh, so Usher <laughs> brings him in. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then Canada's like, dude, we're, we feel so bad about this. Let's send Joey Votto to the Reds. They're like, we haven't felt this bad since we sent you Nickelback. Why are we hating on Nickelback now? Why wouldn't you hate on Nickelback? Are Nickelback you is right a now? high quality oh band. My, stop it! I love that you can't band. Mean that. I, I they're right. on my Spotify so, right now. In any case, after Ed's theory it was just ridiculous. If anybody thinks that theory's um, true, then hit me up on the Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. So the Reds are right now seventeen games back in the standings. Um, they're thirteen and a half back in the wild card. Um, after being embarrassed today. I think that we're just going to see Jim Riggleman playing around with his toys at are this you, point. Are you trying to tell me there's a chance? No. Okay. No, I'm telling you that it's all over. It's all over. I was just hoping you'd tell me there's a chance. No, I'm not saying that. Well. I think, no. Um, some quick stats here. Homer Bailey, since his return, he's 0-3. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> in his first two games back he had I think I think uh, uh, four runs scored 
eight hits given up and 14.2 innings pitched. And then his most recent start, he went 3.1, 11 hits, five earned runs. So regular homers back. Uh, this year, we are 1-14 when Homer Bailey starts. When, well, at least we got that one win. <laughs> when everyone else starts, I think we're now like, uh, I think the stats have updated now to like 48 and 52. 49 and 51, something like that. I'm glad we got that one. Um, so basically, Homer is still garbage. Um, we did make a move at the trade deadline. We traded Adam Duvall. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that was picked, so long ago. Picked up, it was since our last podcast. It was. Um, we picked up Preston Tucker, outfielder, who is already injured because he took a pitch off of his foot. But if you looked at the stats, he appeared to be better than Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall was not great. So we may have won on this trade. And he's younger. Oh. Um, not by much, but he's still younger. Um, I think we have an additional year of control than we would have had with Adam Duvall. I'm okay with that, too. Um, and we also picked up two pitchers, uh, right-handed pitchers, uh, both both right-handers, uh, Lucas Sims and Matt Whistler. Um, and they really are excited about this Lucas Sims kid, which seems to be the centerpiece of the trade. So Preston Tucker was kind of a throw-in at that point. Um, the guys who were rumored to be traded that did not get traded included Matt Harvey, Amir Garrett, Raisel Iglesias, Scooter Jeanette, Billy Hamilton, and none of them got moved at the trade deadline. Okay, so let's talk about Matt Harvey for a minute. Go ahead. Okay. So we have him for the rest of the year. He's been unless we trade him because he's gone through waivers. At okay, this point. that's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing decent. Yeah. Do we try to re-sign him at the end of the year? I mean, right now, I don't know. I don't know what the market's going to be for him, and I think that it's from everything that I'm reading. His teammates really like him. He's been what Riggleman says is great in the clubhouse, and he seems to like it here. I think you can build something around this kid. Yeah, he's a he's a veteran. He's not old. Yeah, he's he is a veteran. Yes, but he's not old. He's not old. Was he thirty five? I don't know that he's anywhere near that old even. Um, Oh, Greg's upset. I'd like to see the stat line of the runs scored when anyone but Homer pitches compared to home. Yeah, he's a cancer, and no run. The team doesn't play when he pitches. Not his fault. I don't know. That doesn't seem to be the same problem that anybody else has when you're one in fifteen, one in fourteen with Homer Bailey. He also does not like my man Marty Brenneman, and that's an issue. It is. Um, Matt Harvey's twenty nine. Oh wow. wow! Yeah. Wow. He's twenty nine. Wow. Wasn't expecting that one. Younger than you. That's by a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. It's not a lot. It's like five. Yeah. Well. So that's a half a decade. Um, what? Dilson Herrera is going to start getting looks in right field. He did have a pinch hit home run last night. Um, I'm kind of excited about that because we were starting to get log jammed in the middle infield spots between shortstop and second base. Right. Um, and even third base. Um, so, yeah, Dilson, they're going to get some looks at him in right field. Um, and then... So we already knew that Nick Sunzel was done for the year. Right. Oh. Hunter Green is also done for the year. How and about the people saying we shouldn't have drafted him now? I mean, come on. That's a knee-jerk reaction if I, I've ever heard one. Um, he's 18 years old. He's hit 102 on the radar. 
you knew at some point as a pitcher, as all pitchers do, there was going to be some wear and tear. It yep. came a little sooner than we wanted it. I'd rather him go through it at 18 than in the middle of a playoff run when he's 25. True. So Joey, Joey quit. No, who was that? Who? Cueto? Was it Cueto who got injured? I mean, Cueto, Cueto had been injured. Um, he was still who trying, was it? kind of who? pitching through injury at one point during the uh, series against the Giants. He wasn't completely right. Who was it that got injured? Homer Bailey's always injured. Well, who was it? Yeah, right. <laughs> who was it that got injured when Matt Latos had to come in in like the first inning? Um, that may have been Cueto. I think it was Cueto. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that may have been Cueto. Um, and then Robert Stevenson finally got called up today. Good old Bob Steve, as they like to call him, which Bob. I think is the funniest nickname I've ever heard. Bob Stevenson. No, Bob Steve. I can't do that. Bob Steve? They're calling him Bob Steve all over the Twitter. I've been on the Twitter today, so maybe yeah. they are. Um, but yeah, Robert Stevenson finally got called up. He went four innings before they shut him down. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Yay. At least, we you had doing a glimpse. Good. at least you were doing good in AAA, Bob Steve. Oh, jeez. Uh, These Reds. And <laughs> your Brandon Phillips got ejected from his minor league game. I, I read the article on it. Thanks, Enquirer, uh, for telling me why he got ejected. Thank you. Yeah. You didn't see a reason no, there No, there was no reason. Just said he got ejected. Cool. Against the bats. Cool. I, for what? They Tell me why. Did he put a trash can at home plate? <laughs> um telling the umpire that he was garbage that was hilarious because that was an awesome video would have been really time. cool if he had done that um, <laughs> but yeah I still have no idea why thanks Enquire for nothing you are a awesome source of journalism and you wonder why the newspaper is dying we're lucky we just got to read that article without, ha- without having to like answer some survey or I mean I'm pretty sure I had to go through my web browser as opposed to Facebook because I had used up all my free clicks for right. the month yeah. without having to pay 99 cents for a three-month subscription. That's so stupid. I don't like it. No. I don't like it one bit, sir. Um, so, the uh, the last team I think we're going to talk about before we move on to uh, our rounding third segment, FCC. A lot FC of big things Cincinnati. going on. Um, they played on August 4th against Nashville here. Uh, it was a 1-1 draw. Yep. And Danny Kunig scored in the first minute. And then we gave up the tying goal in the 85th minute. I saw that. I don't remember where I was on Saturday. Where was I? Uh, oh, I was at the um, the Milford Food Truck Festival. And my watch tells me FC Cincinnati starts. And then it felt like 30 seconds later, FC Cincinnati scores. And I'm like, that was quick. Because oh. there was a rain delay, wasn't there? Um... Yes. Yeah. I think there was in that one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, uh, we're we still doing all right in as far as the standings go. Um, we're kind of – I had it. We're still in the – we're still – We're still in first. First, yes. yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think we still have a four-point lead. I think that's what it was. Um, to – Check that out. Bryce Harper's on the screen. I could probably still knock him out. Yeah, you're probably not knocking out Bryce. I'm not boxing anymore, but I'm sure I can knock him out. 
Um, as far as the standings go, we are four, five points above Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Um, although we have played one more match than them, even if they score and win their game, um, we'd still be ahead of them in the points. If Greg's, they had the same amount of matches. Greg said it was 28 seconds into the game when we scored. Yeah, it was quick. Um, and I was going to talk about, we added some new players. Yes, we did. Um, we added Fernando Addy. Addy, I think that's right. Addy, uh, twenty-seven years old. We got him from the Portland Timbers. Uh, he has been in the MLS since two thousand fourteen, with fifty-four goals in one hundred and two appearances, um, and he is looking to take Kunig's place. They I mean, play the same position. I know um, it hurts. So he didn't come in until the seventy-third minute in his very first appearance for FCC. Right. Um, and Kunig scored, and Kunig has said on the record that he is planning on treating this like a competition. He wants a fair competition. Go for it. Um, and keep scoring, dude. Right. You've scored, I think, 10 goals this season. There's nothing wrong with that. You there- can't argue the fact that Kunig is a scoring machine. Right. I mean, at it- least down here in the U- U- USL. It's you know, It goes right back to high school sports, right? If you wanted to be on the first line or, you know, whatever, you had to outperform the other person. And. That just makes you better. I, 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 I did have to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm. I was thinking somewhere like soccer, <laughs> you know, maybe football, you know. Yeah, had to compete. You had to go for to the that first saxophone chair. It's funny you say that because I'm thinking about getting my saxophone back out. Oh God! Yeah, open Pandora's box. Uh, we also added Fatai Alash. I hope that's his name, Fatai Alash. Uh, 24 years old, got him from the San Jose Earthquakes, uh, where he had been since 2015, and he is a defensive midfielder. Um, and then later on in the week, we also added Pa Konate, uh, who is Swedish. Uh, he's 24 years old. Um, he apparently is going after Blake Smith's uh, left back position. Um, he was playing for Serie A. Side SPAL, I believe that's an Italian league. Okay, um, and he wasn't actually playing; he was a, a reserve. Um, hmm. So he's going to have a lot more playing time here. And then there was apparently some issues getting his work visa. Um, that's the same thing with Mamadou Daria. Uh, hmm. for the Bearcats basketball. Yeah, he didn't play this week because he's having troubles with his passport. Trying to get over to Canada and back and all that. No, no, um, from his home Coming country and from. I would safely assume Africa somewhere. I think. I, I can't remember, but it's that's interesting. They're having problems with that, and and uh, so was Mamadou. Hmm. Well, I mean, we've already had... Um, there was a... I think his name was Hayter um, that wanted out in July and was granted his release. Um, but, yeah, some of the guys on FCC have said, you know, with the new additions, they, they want out. They had to know that was coming, though. Well, and again, um, this not is... necessarily because this is kind of unprecedented from what I've been reading. Um, they, nobody's been making the, quite the splash moves that FCC is doing to move up this early on before your USL season's even over <laughs> to get into the MLS. A lot of people are complaining that we're buying a championship, too. I mean, be better. <laughs> Compete against us. Be better. No, I mean, so FCC's been doing things. Uh, 
they've been doing things since the start that no one had ever seen. Right. So that's what I was trying to get to, like un- unnormal, whatever the word is I was looking for. But extraordinary. Um, yeah. Well, extraordinary. As is far true. as the attendance numbers that have been on record, more than most MLS games right. going on those same weeks. Um, and I what I had heard is that normally when you sign a player halfway, you know, towards the end of your season or halfway through the season, they you loan them out to another team or the team that they're currently on or whatever mm-hmm. until the next season. Correct. And we said, hey, come play this year. Well, I mean, it's kind of like an extended spring training. Like, you get to literally look right. at these guys and see what they have great before point. they even get to the MLS. So That's you can start point. to build chemistry and have chemistry going into the MLS. So you're essentially not a rookie team at that point because you've been playing essentially what amount to in the world of USL they're actual games but in the world of the MLS they are exhibitions that you're just prepping yourself for for next season and I think it's a smart move I don't hate it I mean I feel I feel kind of torn on how to feel about it because you know you got some of these guys who've been with right FCC since inception some of the guys um, you know everybody supported two years you know right some of these guys have been around for for some time now and you know, you're kind of big timing them. You know what yeah. I mean? You're, you're, hey, thanks for getting us this far, and now we'll we're see you go later. Ahead and hire some, um, yeah. You're still USL, especially even though you got when, us here. Well, especially when we're beating MLS teams, we are. So, I mean, we talked about it earlier. I, I think we talked about the the night that we uh, were announced in the MLS. We said, you know, how are we be able to? Ha- I think I said, how are we be able to handle that salary? And I said, well, you know, never mind. We're the salary that we have and the players that we have are already beating MLS teams. So before even adding the um, new addition players that we've that we've added, uh, our goals we have forty two goals on the season right now currently right. as it stands. Um, the New York Red Bulls, I believe, are the only team that have more goals than us currently. Yes, the New York Red Bulls too. Um, they have more than us um, in Group B. Orange County has forty two goals. Orange County Choppers. Uh, no, that's okay. not it. All right. Um, but we're in Group A. Um, but, yeah, they're the only team that has as many goals as us, if not more, um, in the New York Red Bulls. But, yeah, we're, we had 45 before adding anybody. 45 goals. So, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I kind of feel bad for the guys. But at the same time, if you are the upper management of FCC, you got to do what you got to do to win. That's absolutely 100% true because when you come into the MLS next year, you're going to have a target on your head. You're going to like, oh, let's, you know. Pick on the new kid. Exactly. Pick Um, on the new kid. Be like, you know, pick on Ed like when he came into high school, you know? Well, (laughs) you know? Well, I mean, and Nashville has the opportunity to kind of do the same if they wanted to. They're going to be going into the league next year, too. That's true. But they're not. Speaking of Nashville, draw. Carrie Underwood's coming to town. Uh. Didn't they just announce that Today. ticket sales like 10 months before they actually go on sale? It, it seems like she's putting all her tickets for this whole tour on sale on the 17th. No, I'm sorry. 10 months before the actual tour date. Yeah. yeah the tour date's in June. <laughs> and the tickets so go on sale on the 17th. birthday that I just celebrated. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. She's also pregnant. Dude, if it let's think about it this way. Ten months, right? Right. Someone will conceive and bear a child Her. in that time frame. Her. Oh, well, no. <laughs> she's pregnant now, but that's why she's... She, oh, I'm thinking Taylor Swift. No, Taylor she's Swift. pregnant. 
T- Taylor? No. Yeah, no. I don't think so. Yeah. Shaw Mayers, maybe. Anyway. Okay. All, All right. right. Round and third? Yeah. Or did we have any punctuation pardons? Do we didn't we, have does any. anybody pardon our punctuations anymore at all? We're getting too good for them. Um, I don't know about all that. But, but um, maybe. I mean, nobody wants to win these koozies. Yeah, what's so up with that? That's a thing. Uh, maybe people just don't want koozies. Should we step it up? Should we find something else? I think we're going to have to. Like a turvis? Or a t-shirt t-shirt yeah yeah michelle can do those now right yeah all right i think so oh she made one yeah that she made one the other day for somebody well then i guess we're gonna hashtag it hashtag routing third it's i mean it's got to be at least what five tweets with until our next recording okay yeah but on different days right not all at the same day so Feel free. We'll uh, we'll put a post out, and if you share the post, retweet with a uh, hashtag PTP T-shirt. Um, yeah, we will uh, we'll start keeping track of them because nobody wanted our koozies at all. Rob, you want a, you want koozie, Rob? Rob Shealy's on. All right, nice. Yeah. All right, Eb. So, uh, easy question for you on rounding third. Okay, go. Um, Shoot. What podcasts are you currently listening to? That's a great question because I've been listening to a ton of them. Um, let me pull up. I've been using the, the Google uh, new podcast app. Yeah. I kind of like it. Okay. Um, I was using the other one for a while, but I don't like the way there's just set up. Let me pull it up real quick here. Um, podcast. So I've been listening to um, Be Different. Uh, Brad Redford. Brad Redford and Xavier. Yeah. He's been interviewing a few Reds players, or Reds, sorry, Bearcats players. Okay. Good. Uh, Couples Therapy with yeah. Casey and Candace Neistat. I don't know if you watch any vlogs, but Casey's a huge vlogger. Yeah, I don't do any of that. Okay, well. Huh. Uh, PD Stories, because I love live PD. Um, and so now they're... Uh, oh, it's in Police Department. Yeah. I thought you meant PD. Oh, no, sorry. Not like PD from Remember the Titans, but PD right. as in Police Department. Papa Diddy. Yeah. Uh, which is a good one. Um, I've also been listening to Pound This, Amanda Orlando from B105. Pound This? Yeah, it's about her weight loss journey. Oh, that sounded wildly inappropriate. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, mine, <laughs> mine the Pump, uh, which is three guys who basically give fitness <laughs> advice. Mine the Pump! <laughs> they don't talk like that. Uh, I wish they did. No. I'm Listen gonna, to our podcast, um, Mind the Pomp. These guys look like they can beat me up. I'm not gonna, <laughs> uh, and then I've uh, been listening to two podcasts about... Um, Tupac-cast? No, two podcasts oh. about um, corporate training. Oh, that sounds riveting. Yeah. Okay. And now that you asked me that question, I have to pull my email back up where my questions are for you. So, how do you feel about Meta World Peace changing his name back to Ron Artest? No! Did he really? He did. Um, I will, after the podcast, uh, I will, after we record, I'll insert the... Um, Does he still get to wear World Peace on the back of his jersey, No, he, he's, he says he's excited. He goes, do you know how cool it is to wear the name Artest on the back of your jersey? So, have you ever listened to an actual interview with him where he's not, like, on the court? No. So, Levitard had him on. Okay. He is bona fide insane. Like, Ron Artest. He is, sounds like he's he on is this. Literally insane. 
He, he sounds would, like it. He would beat my ass. He'd beat yours. Well, he did in the Malice he in the Palace. He is literally insane. He... Of course he's excited about it. One of his other personalities is coming out and trying to take his name back. Well, he's he's in that big three. Yeah, I know. He, he drop-kicked had... the basketball earlier this year. He also wouldn't leave the court when his coach told him to leave the court. I saw that, too. You posted it. Oh, yeah. I forget sometimes the things I post. Huh. But I'll, I'll find the audio for it. All right. And we'll play it in a little bit. So... Are you going to watch the Browns on the Hard Knocks this year? I don't have HBO. I know. Um, It was really good. Did you watch the Jarvis Landry? I I don't have HBO. I mean, it was all over the internet today. It was? Yes. I missed it. So when you get a chance, don't play it right now because all it is is F-bomb every other word. We'll have to put the E Um, on here. But yeah, Jarvis Landry's speech... Um, it's really hard not to like that dude. He literally was just like, "Hey, be better," um, in not so many words. Uh, but he just went off on the entire wide receivers room. He's like, you know, I'm new here from Miami, right? But uh, you guys aren't even trying out here. I mean, that's and he's sometimes he's got a four year contract. He's like, I need them to be better. I can't handle this. Sometimes you need to do that, man. I mean, I mean, it was really like, good though. Like it made sense, and I mean, you know, your heartstrings were pulled that episode because Hugh Jackson's mom died, his brother died, right. all that. Spoiler alert. Um, but I mean, you gotta imagine that's what James Harrison did when he came in here, right? I sincerely doubt that. Really? I don't think he did that. I think he did. I don't think he did that. Uh, you didn't watch what I was watching. If he did do that, then it wasn't. It didn't take any effect on Vontez Perfect. Well, that's true. Or Pac Man. And that's why he didn't stay with us. Not. Here's the Ron Artest interview. I'm here with the Artest, formerly known as Meta, tonight known as Ron. Yeah, yeah. How you feeling about that? I- I'm feeling good, man. You know, I started my career as Ron Artest, changed my name, and it's really cool to be able to play basketball with the name Artest on the back of your jersey. One of the best defensive players to ever play the game. Uh, yeah. do, do you feel different? Do you could have been doing that the whole time, sprightly? right? I feel, I feel good. I feel, I feel encouraged. I feel encouraged. You know, and I feel geekish. You know, I feel geekish. That's not the word I would use, sir. But he, you'd beat me up for any other word I'd use. He was so awkward in that interview. I can't handle that, dude. Well, he's back. All right. And I think it's my turn. It is. Pull that email back up here. Uh, let's see. Could you take down the no freaking way, the no freaking way, from Blue Ass Chili? Uh, what? So. Uh, Man vs. Food was in town. Well, okay. the episode was on last week. And uh, Blue Ass Chili... Of course you watch Man vs. Food. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the new guy's not it's as cool as the old guy. It's fine. It's, it's, I'm a, I am, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for the accolades. Um, <laughs> big word. Um, but I guess at Blue Ass Chili, they got this giant three-way. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was like eight pounds. Okay. And then they put... I guess you call it a four-way because they put fried jalapeno poppers on top of it. Hmm. But it's forty dollars, and if you can't what? if you can't eat it in thirty minutes, then you owe them forty dollars. And good. if you can, you get a T-shirt. Yeah, I'm not taking any of that down. Well, it's a lot of. Food. Hoping we could do that together after it's, my trip. No, that is not keto. Well, I know it's not. <laughs> I know it's not. Your body is not ready for that. My body would kill me if I did that right now. Um. Uh, 
So, Madden 19 comes out. Okay. On the 10th of this month. Okay. And NBA 2K19 just dropped their first full trailer. Did they? They did, like yesterday. I'll check that out. And Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, man. Comes out in October. Red Dead Redemption hasn't come out since 2010? I don't... It may have been... I think that puts it coming out after Grand Theft Auto 5. And I, I don't s- know that it came out after Grand Theft Auto 5. I thought it might have come out before... In no, Red Dead 4 Re- and 5. Red Dead Redemption came out... It's back still on the PS3. Right after my wedding, yeah. I got married in 09. It came out in 2010, yeah. 2010, huh. 2011. I mean, it's been some time. I mean, so it was which a of those game, games? Though. Which of those games are you more excited about? I'm more excited about NBA 2K, but no, actually, you know what? Now that you're mentioning it, Red Dead Redemption was a lot of fun. It was Grand Theft Auto on horses. It was on horses. I mean, how is that a not hillbilly. fun? That's true. Um, how is that I'm, not fun? I'm actually in order going to be most excited about Madden until 2K comes out. Until Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out. Because how? I already have my Madden coming to me. How are you getting excited about that? Why? It's the same thing every because year. Because I'm actually really excited about this team. Okay. All right. Because it's still preseason. All right. Well, that's why. Because it's still preseason. <laughs> Everybody, everybody in Cincinnati is going to be super excited about it. Then preseason's going to end, and I'll be able to buy that used for twenty eight ninety five. Sell it to you. Because yeah. 2K will be coming I might out. have to buy it from you for that. <laughs> Greg said it's Madden season. Uh, oh, how about you and Greg in a game of Madden? Um, I we mean, can I'll, stream that. I'll take the kid. On Twitch? Do we have a Twitch account? Uh, we actually, we do. <laughs> do we? I just set it up last night. <laughs> well, That's Greg funny. said he's currently playing Madden right now. All right. Well, it did come out today, technically, if you pre-ordered it. Mine's coming from Amazon. Uh, actually, had, we follow James Rapine, and he's like, oh, I can get it for $47 from Amazon. I'm like, what? And then I checked it out. Sure enough, if you hop on Amazon Prime, if it's uh, the first two weeks before the games come out yet, or something like that. Really, you get games for thirteen dollars cheaper on Amazon Prime. I might have to look that up for NBA Two K. Yep. Exactly. How are you doing right now in that game, Greg? Probably losing. It's probably not the Bengals, too. You know, no, you know he's being the Bengals because he's being Preston Brown right now. Oh, you know he is. People always talking about my best friend. <laughs> I hope nobody just hopped on the live feed. That'd be weird. Some, it's Greg on. Uh, that's it. I think Rob jumped <laughs> off here. Yeah. Um, okay, that was mine. Oh, jeez, I'm not good at this this week, man. No, or ever. Uh, I remember what it is, though. Are you going to be attending an Athletes for Lexus this weekend? Uh, sorry, Ian. It's tradition. What do you got? I got stuff. <laughs> you always have stuff. <laughs> I'm not playing this year. I'm I'm umpiring. Humping? Will you yep. get me a shirt? She's not going to give you a shirt. What if I pay for it? Oh, she might give you a shirt then. Yeah. I'll talk to her. I just want a shirt. I'll talk to her. I still wear the pink and black one from whatever year that This was. year they're black and pink. As long as they're not black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black nope. Nope. Mm. Not singing that song. Um, Ed. Yes, sir. New NCAA rules came out today. Have you read up on them yet? Uh, I have not read in depth on them, no. Or at all. I have. You read the headline. I, a little bit more than the headline. Uh, so, an elite player, I, I still am not sure what that means. I'm not sure if anyone knows what that means yet. 
but is called an elite player, can have an agent. If you are not drafted in the NBA draft, you can go back to college. I'm okay with that. And um, the agents that are approved for these, quote, elite players have to be approved by the NCAA. Great. So. Because we know they run their organization Oh, yeah, they're super legit, right? Top notch. (laughs) Super legit. There is no shadiness or backroom deals going on with the NCAA. Not at all. Ever. Ever. So, what are your thoughts on any of this? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the one rule, and the one rule only that I'm okay with is if you try to enter the draft and you don't get drafted, you can go back to school. That's the Why would I'm you okay be trying with. to bar these kids from going back to school anyway? Thank you. If you're all about the student athlete, right. because you got to make sure not to call them players, right. you got to call them student athletes, um, you should be more concerned about them finishing their education. That's right. So if they tried to go pro, it didn't work out, instead of... Letting them figure it out on their own now because they got a little hungry. Uh, let them come back to school. I, we I almost, believe, you know, we were all kind of worried about. We were all kind of worried about um, Jacob. Jacob Evans. If he doesn't get drafted, he's what are we going to do? Um, which is why he waited so long to even sign an agent. Right. We wouldn't have had to worry about any of that. And he could have had his coach behind him the whole time, as Mick Cronin was. But you know, some of these other coaches aren't doing what Mick was doing. No. They're not. so, And, and that's 100%. Like, not every coach is no. behind their kid who's trying to go pro. And that might be... And Mix has a history of doing that, even when the kid is already pro. Right. Look at it. I mean, he's still working with SK. That's true. He is. I know. Uh, SK, SK vouches for it. He was just at the gym the other day? No, Evans was just at the gym the other day. Yeah, Evans was. Yeah. But regardless, like... I don't know. I mean, no. I think it's a great rule. I think it's a good change that was needed. I just um, need to know a what an elite player means. Right. right. Who Does it mean defines they had that? To played in the who, NCAA tournament. Who's or? voting on this? Is this based on the coaches voting of the top twenty-five kids? Because that's that's complete and total. That's bull. not fair. Like we all know that rankings change from week one right. of the NCAA season to the last game of the NCAA season. Absolutely. Players boost their own stock in things like the conference tournaments and the big dance. I mean, stars are born. Literally, that happens. That's a good point. They Um, are. No, Stephen Curry is a great example of that. Nobody knew who he was for the most part outside of this kid who could shoot threes from Davidson. Right. Before the tournament gave him the spotlight and he never left. Joe Kim Noah. He just got cut by the Knicks today. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh. Um, I kind of liked fun. that guy. I never liked that guy. Right. Especially back in Florida. Except for that, we do what we do, and that's how we do it. All right. And then he did that dance. Huh. Um, so I, kn- I saw you were downtown this week, at least on Friday. Downtown. Uh, did you see the bird scooters? Uh, Danielle did. She threw like that she, on, she a, on Snapchat. Snapchat. That. Yeah. yeah, I was down there yesterday. So, do you think you'll ride one if you're down there? I mean, I don't see why I wouldn't. A dollar to ride it, and plus fifteen cents per minute. They're saying it's like fifteen dollars for a half hour. All they do is you can li- literally leave them anywhere you want. Right. I, from what I understand, yes. 
Like anywhere downtown. And then people are because I looked up on this because I was like, how does this work? Because I can't wait until someone from one of the tent cities tries to steal one. Oh my goodness! I drove past the tent city. <laughs> Don't I, even get into it. But uh, just real quick, just real quick. Uh, I, uh, I had to drive past it yesterday to to get home. They had a grill set up and a giant table. Why wouldn't they? If they can grill, they can work at McDonald's. Okay. Coming from a grill master. They, well, they can't all be me. Um, but I, I want to ride one. It, so when I was downtown yesterday in OTR, there were three of them right in front of our mm-hmm. uh, building that we were in. Yeah, Daniel st- stayed all night at the, or all weekend actually, at the uh, 21C Museum. Cool. It's hotel. a cool hotel. Yeah. It's a cool hotel. So, But I'm going to ride one. All and right. I'll, uh, I'll, go, I'll go live on Facebook. Very good. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Yes, you can. Um, so, are you playing fantasy football this year? I am, actually. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, uh, at work. So, should we do a Friends of the Show League? I've been thinking about that. I feel like that could be fun. I feel like people can uh, call in and talk trash on our hotline and we can play it. I feel like it should be one of those leagues that we none of us take seriously, so we don't even have a live draft. I don't want to take it seriously. I don't think we should even have a live draft. <laughs> But everybody should just do auto draft. Yeah, complete auto draft. All right, I'm gonna put a post on Facebook. I think we should start with a poll to see if we have enough interest. Well, I was gonna say I'll put a post on Facebook and see who's all interested. Do it with a poll. Yeah, we'll do it with a poll. Should we do a fancy football? Put this on your to do list. Don't forget the poll this time. It's it's there. All right, that'll be fun. I think trap. I I see people calling Um, into the hotline and talking trash. But we should just have one and not take it seriously, and then have like playoff wagers. That'd be so much fun. Like Maybe bet, we can give away like a koozie. Bets. We should have bets. Bets? Uh, yeah, like bets. Like We get stalked by the government? What? No, like a, a friendly wager. Not, oh, okay, not I monetary. I, I think we should... I don't know why I said it that weird. I don't know why you said it. Not, not monetary bets, but like... I don't know. Like, Greg said he's in. Of course he is. There's one. All right. I'm tell, in this big tell me he can't come in unless Miles is in. Oh, Miles will be in for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is, is Miles is going to try to call in the hotline. <laughs> They'll be like, hello? Hello? <laughs> how am I? Bill, how do I do this? <laughs> Bill! <laughs> I just talking. Uh, hello? Yeah, uh, I'm so going to win this week. That'll be Miles. Um, do you no, have, I'm down. Let's do it. Do you have any more questions? I had one more. All right. Uh, I've been. I have Spotify for the next two months. Yeah. So uh, I was listening to rock ballads this week. Okay. What is the best classic rock band in your opinion? Best classic rock? Yes, sir. How far? What time frame are we looking at for classic rock? Oh man, um, early. My old man was definitely into some classic rock. Early nineties. No, no, eighties and before. 80s is still even... I don't know that I'd call it 80s classic you, rock. You wouldn't consider, like, like Guns N' Roses? And no. No? I, wouldn't con- I think that's too new to be classic. Really? Go Okay, classic, then give me classic. give me what you think. I mean... I It's not my favorite, but, I, you know, my wife's favorite is... Um, Journey. No, oh. she hates Journey. Oh. She does. Um, no, huh? she, she likes... Um, What's the group that did Stairway to Heaven? How am I blanking on this right now? She's gonna be oh, so mad. Oh, uh, Stairway to Heaven was um, 
Zeppelin? No. Yes, yes, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. That is her favorite. Um, I'm thinking... And my dad's else. favorite was the Eagles. I was just about to say Hotel California? Um, I mean, I don't know that that was his favorite album necessarily. Um, you know, speaking of the Eagles and Hotel California, mm-hmm. when I worked at Low Bills, <laughs> uh, my manager said... I love stories that start out with... When I worked at Low Bills? <laughs> yes. So Hotel California comes on over that loudspeaker, and I was stocking ice cream at the time. And my manager says, Ed, you know what this song's about? And I said, well, I'm not the brightest crayon in the box, but I imagine it's about a hotel in California. You know that guy sent me home? He thought I was being a smartass. Well. Is it not about a hotel in California? I'm pretty sure it's not actually about a hotel in California. Okay, well, maybe that's why he sent me home. But Eagles are a good band. I would consider them classic rock, yes. Um, so that's my dad's favorite. So that's not, again, not necessarily my favorite. Um, I don't know. I mean, if we're talking classic rock, um, Elton John, I think he's got some some stuff from way back in the day. Okay. Like, way back in the day, he's pretty good. I, just don't see, I, I, did, I guess I didn't, I didn't consider him pop or um, rock. But I guess Origi- he was. Original stuff. Yeah, yeah, I guess he was, yeah. Um Beatles, yeah, Yellow um, Submarine, a little meatloaf. <laughs> no, I still want to know what he would do for love. <laughs> um, I would do. I don't know. I mean, Billy Joel. Like that's that's kind of where I'm at. Billy Joel's good. Yeah. Um, I love when this subscription this because I, I did the three months for ninety nine cents deal they had. So you were listening to a classic rock station, right? Uh, what was your favorite stuff that came up? Rock ballads. Jim Croce's pretty good. It was it was just basically rock ballads. That was actually the name of the playlist, rock ballads. All right. Yeah, yeah I just think the 80s is too new to be classic rock. Like Hendrix, I mean, Marley even. I mean, he's more reggae, reggae. than he is rock. But I can't wait to listen to some Marley on this boat that we're going on. Um I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that I would put before '80s hairband. All rock. right, then. You're right. I guess I would consider them hairband. So, that's what they would consider them on. Uh, Anywho, series. two more segments, real quick here. The bum, bum of the week. Oh, the bum, the bum of the week. We have sound, don't we? Yeah, we do. I had it pulled up and everything because I knew you were going to do this, and then I forgot. But here we go. The bum of the week. Bum of the week. The bum of the week. We did this last time. Ed really struggles to get this sound to play. I think it's my computer. Yep. You should well. treat like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. You are a bum. You're a bum. And that's all you'll ever be. A bum. Well, that hurts, man. I'm working on it. All right. Yeah, let's keep working on it. It, it just took a while to load. All right. Well, <clears throat> so there was a story that came out this week about Jason Worth. Okay. Jason Worth is my bum of the week. And he's a 39-year-old baseball player who called every team personally when he couldn't get a deal. Stop. To try to get a job this year. Except for the New York Mets. (laughs) Now, I feel like to some, that probably doesn't make him the bum of the week. 
But to me it does, because I have personally, from right field, in the sun deck, heckled the holy hell out of Jason Wirth. Calling him worthless, making fun of the fact that he had no hits all night. Really? You called Jason Wirth worthless? I did. Um, We need to be creative. Yep, uh, it was fine. Um, He had no hits that night. I was in his head. He kept turning around to look at me because I'm screaming my head off at him. Danielle was embarrassed to be with me. Um, it was it was pretty bad, but I was in his head. So it was a personal <laughs> vendetta for me that I made him the bum of the week. You were in his head? Yeah, oh, I was definitely in his head. Like, if you're out in right field and you're turning around to look at the person who's yelling at you, right? I think you're probably in their head. Play the game. You play to win the, the game. game. Who's your bum of the week? My bum of the week is Logan Paul. (laughs) What did this guy do? Well, first he's getting ready to... He he either is getting ready to or he has boxed somebody. Um, I want to box him. I hate him. Well, now he's calling out... It says, Logan Paul, I want a real UFC fight. Calls out Connor and CM Punk. Um, I think that... Iceman should come out of retirement and take care of this kid? Yes. Yes. Or Randy Couture. Like one of the OGs of UFC should just come out. Hoist Gracie. <laughs> Ken Shamrock. The Spider. Sylvius. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> I feel like the WWE could pull that off. They totally could. Yes. But the thing is, that would give him more popularity and he'd bring uh, his YouTube channel back. I just want him dealt with. He's obnoxious. Logan Paul. I don't, I don't like him too much. All right. that all we got? <laughs> Greg qu- told us who that you play to win the game quote came from. Oh, did he? Yeah. Good job, Greg. Herm Edwards. I, I couldn't remember if it was... Tony Dungy. Oh, Arizona State. That's one of Greg's favorite teams. That's why. Oh, there it yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that he went back to the college ranks because no one wanted him. What? Huh? Oh, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. So, it's time. Hey, while you're getting that out, I got a package today. Got a package, people. I got a package. HDS. What do you think of this? Ooh, and that TBT beanie. Yeah. Got a TBT beanie. I got a TBT long sleeve t-shirt and then of course the yep, in my black tee the big thing that we wanted that I wanted Bearcat Jam shorts with the logo on it and everything alright Ed I'm gonna wear these but what happened was they didn't you ship see, my what, what happened was they didn't ship my stuff they didn't ship your stuff ship it Oh, and uh, so I sent an email and the, I guess the manager or whatever, emailed me back and said, I apologize, and I'm going to send you some free stuff with your shorts. Free swag. So I got a beanie. And I got a hat, a shirt that's not going to fit me. You want an IPA? I don't like IPAs. All right. So no IPA. You want a lift? Yes. Actually, I almost tried that yesterday. Matchery, huh? There's a new tart that came out by Urban Artifact, like, yesterday. Uh, Ryan guys just put out a pineapple. Cider. Pineapple pen. Uh-oh. I lost the headphones. Coming in hot. All right, so I have Rheingeist Streaker. 
Streaker. I it's don't know IPA. if I've had that one yet. It's an IPA. You don't like it. Oh, that's right. I don't like IPAs. I saw that Paps put out an APA. I guess it's American Paleo? America. I don't know. Um... 6% alcohol, Ooh. 60 IBU. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-huh. Every time. Why does it do that? I don't know. I got a paper towel right here. Use your new shorts. No! <laughs> this says it's flaunting tropical fruit, dank pineapple, and mango aromatic acrobatics. What? They don't usually put fruit in IPAs. I don't know what to tell you, man. That might actually be a good beer. Maybe that's why it's a streaker. Oh, Maybe. And so I have the lift, which is a... Oh, I can't pronounce this. Kalosh style ale. It's K-O with an umlau. Umlau. L-S-C-H. Kulosh. Kulosh. I was close with the clock. Did I just hear our phone ring? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, but let's give this a shot and see how it tastes. The streaker is a pretty good IPA. This is pretty good too. Yeah, it's not that Doom pedal that I had last week. Or I don't feel like there's been too many local beers that we've had that we haven't liked. That's a good point. I don't think there's been a single one that I haven't liked. I'm in actual agreement with that. I don't. I don't just say that to say that. Me neither. I did want to actually point that out. Yeah, if if I didn't like a beer, I'd tell you. Usually, Um, I don't like IPAs. So. So one last thing before we sign off here tonight. Um, a, if you've been with us, I know you have, Greg, um, and anybody else who visited us on the live stream while we were live tonight. Thank you. Um, we are going to put back out on Twitter and Facebook this week um, a poll that we're having because we're just trying to better ourselves for you. Um, if you could take a couple minutes out of your day to help us out if you're a regular listener or if you're listening and uh, want to hop on, uh, you can check us out at Facebook, pardon the punctuation, on Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy, on Instagram, pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Uh, you can call and leave us a message, 513-818-2077, or you can check us out on our website that's currently under construction, but we're going to have some new stuff on there hopefully soon, www.pardonthepunctuation.com. Wix, that's W-I-X dot com forward slash blog. So keep in mind, again, we're going to have the uh, the poll up on the fantasy football stuff. We're going to have the uh, poll up for Bum of the Week. We're going to have the um, polls for uh, how we can better us for the you, you, the listener, the survey. Thank, Thank you. you to the six people who took the survey already. Pretty sure one of them was Greg because he called Homer Bailey the goat. All right. But, well, yeah. um, in any case... I'm Aaron. For I'm Ed, Ed, we're signing off. Thanks for joining us tonight on our very first Facebook Live broadcast. Peace. Sayonara.